0: hey dragons welcome to episode 30. Wow the big three0 I guess the podcast is solidly into adulthood at this at this time uh now it's kind of a trip that I've been coming to you guys for just about six months now almost half a year over half a year 30 weeks We started in March it's almost October. So it's been kind of a wild ride. It's amazing that we got here so fast. Anyways, this week's episode is Chess Hall from the website Live Like You Game. Uh, it was really great talking to Chess. Chess is all about taking, taking that mentality we have when we play video games and incorporating that into our everyday lives. And it's that mentality of We just got to get to the next level. We just got to get to the next level. Okay, we just got to beat the boss. We just got to beat the boss. And it's we try so hard and we try over and over and over and over again to beat a specific level or to accomplish a specific task in our gaming life that imagine our results if we had that mentality in our real lives or in our everyday lives. Because even when you game, you're still a real person. Anyways, so I hope you guys dig the conversation. Check out more of what Chess has going on over at LiveLikeYouGame.com. And, usual, follow me on social, at DumbbellsDragon. Like, subscribe, download, rate and review on iTunes, move me up the charts. Other than that, have a great rest of your week, enjoy the show, work out, nerd out. In the basement, rolling dying. We do it right, candle slicker, fighting dragons, in my mind, in my mind. just for kicks, DM says you're gonna die, roll a, roll a D6, roll a D6, roll a D6. Hey there dragons, welcome back to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. This is Kenny Rotter, and today I am joined by Chess Hall from the website Live Like You Game chess how are you doing today
1: i'm doing great how are you
0: i i am actually doing phenomenal um i i've been kind of slacking at the gym as of recent and so <laughs> today where i was like i didn't care what time i went up i didn't care how crowded the gym was i didn't care how tired i was i was going to get my butt to the gym and do a full workout and it was awesome
1: oh yeah that's how you get it done
0: that's right um and I also met a really cool guy who actually re racks his weights properly, and so that just made my day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh it's a little things.
0: It's 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 a huge problem at this gym, but this guy was really cool about it, so it was really awesome having this conversation. So but we are not here to talk about my new gym, buddy. <laughs> we are no, we're not <laughs> We are here to talk about you and Live Like You Game. So why don't you tell me and everyone listening a little bit about yourself? Uh, who are you?
1: All right, well, my name is Chess Hall. Uh it's chess like the board game spelled differently though. Um <laughs> by day I'm an engineer at uh NASA's Kennedy Space Center and I live with my wife, uh two kids and currently five cats and two robots.
0: Two robots? <laughs> like are we talking R2D2 and BB8?
1: Um Not quite so cool. I'm counting, um, there's lots of different definitions of robots, but I'm counting, uh, my robotic vacuum. Uh, it's kind of like a Roomba and a, uh, 3D printer that I made.
0: Oh, that is awesome. You made, you made a 3D printer?
1: Yeah, there's, um, there's a whole community of, um, people who, um, design and make, um, 3d printers that are you know low cost or um you know they're easy easier to get the parts for um i followed a design that's a friend of mine pointed me to um and i made it i started making about two years ago um i haven't checked back in to see if uh what the newer designs people have come up with and how better those are going to be than the one that i have but uh but yeah, it was, it was an awesome project and, uh, um, right now it's out of commission. I think I have a faulty part. Um, but I'm, bummed. I'm, uh, hoping to get that fixed up as soon as I get some time and, uh, get back to printing some stuff.
0: Excellent. What sort of stuff have you printed?
1: Um, I didn't get too far before some, um, I think, uh, it's a faulty part or, you know, um, maybe there's some, um, special cleaning operation I need to do, um, so I really just managed to print out some test pieces and okay. um, and uh, one of the cool like uh, uh, geometric vases and stuff like that. Um, so nothing too fancy, but it's enough to show that it's a uh, it's a really cool tool.
0: That's awesome. That's actually really cool. Uh, <laughs> I've 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 never seen a 3D printer. I know of the technology um again you and i were having a conversation about technology earlier Mm -hmm. Uh, i can see that technology especially with 3d printing um could be good or evil depending on whose hands it is in Mm -hmm. so but we will we will let history play out on that one so uh you and i got in contact because live like a game you know we're both nerds um but we're both into health and fitness So Mm -hmm. tell me about one of your heroes, either a favorite fictional hero, a superhero, or even if you want to take it a step deeper, a source of inspiration.
1: Um, For me, um, really looking back on my life, um, the one uh, hero that I really related to was Spider-Man, which, um, you know, I just really uh related to how, you know, he wasn't the biggest and strongest guy. You know, he was the one who uh basically beat his enemies by being a bigger nerd than they were. You know, he was always outsmarting them, always kind of reinventing himself and, and how he approached things. Um And then on the other side is Peter Parker. You know, I just related to him so strongly, you know. Um, you know, he was the guy who, uh, never had any confidence, you know, if a pretty girl walked in the room, he'd just completely lost, um, all focus, you know, and that's kind of how I felt in, um, in high school that, you know, I got, I got the math and science stuff pretty well, but, you know, as a, when it came to other people, um, it was, it was always a struggle. So, kind of watching Spider-Man and Peter Parker tackle those things and you know constantly have to um make himself better that's kind of um how I've kind of framed how I want to you know improve myself
0: oh yeah absolutely and I'm I'm a huge Spider-Man fan um if if we had video on this conversation I've got uh the four original one sheets from Spider-Man 2 hanging up Mm -hmm. in my office. Um, it took me a while to collect, uh, all the four original ones, but I, I mean, same thing, man. I was like, I got math in high school. I wasn't very social. Um, kind of lost my, lost, lost my head when a girl I liked was around. I would (laughs) never know exactly what to do, what to say. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was weird, and I actually just was thinking about this the other day. I would do the things that I thought I was supposed to do from movies, like these (laughs) grand romantic gestures, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, like writing a girl a poem or buying flowers or, you know, something like that. But then Mm -hmm. in high school, when you don't really know a girl – and you're just like, hey, I want to take you on a date. And you've written her this poem. All of a sudden, she thinks, wow, this guy's really into me. And I was just like, no, I was just trying to be sweet. Like, if you tell me no, I'll go back to the drawing board. But mm-hmm. but still, like, so anyways, I, I definitely did not have uh, any Rico Suave moves in, <laughs> in high school. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't think anyone did. I think some people just had like some kind of weird temporary confidence, and that worked for them. And some people just didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think that's that's true. But you know, there's something to there's something to be said for uh, not peaking in high school. Hmm. Like I feel that I'm definitely peaking. Uh, I definitely. Was like on the ups, upswing during college and subsequently in my career. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think a lot of nerds are that way. Tina Fey was that way.
1: <laughs> well, we can't all be Tina Fey.
0: <laughs> no, only Tina Fey can be Tina Fey. <laughs> um, on that note, what are some of your favorite areas of nerdiness?
1: Um, well, my site's about video games, but. Um, for me, probably my biggest area of nerdiness is board games. Um, uh, my wife and I have been, uh, slowly building up a library of board games. Uh, we try to play, um, uh, games with, uh, other people at least once a week, sometimes two or three times a week. Um, and actually I have a side gig where I'm actually, um, Hoping to start design board games as well, so I'm pretty pretty deep into the board game world now.
0: That's awesome. And you know, a lot of people when they think board games, they think you <laughs> know the traditionals, the Monopoly, the uh, Sorry, uh, mm-hmm. Risk. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of other ones. Uh,
1: uh, yeah,
0: Scrabble, things like that. But right. board games are having such a huge resurgence right now with all these amazing original ideas uh i know i know my wife and i just picked up pandemic Mm -hmm. which we're really looking forward to play because i've heard so many good things about it
1: uh yes yes pandemic it's uh definitely one of the games that's um you know it's really a renaissance of games that i don't know it's like um you know those household games they lasted for so long Uh, they just had kind of name notoriety, but now people are starting to realize that, you know, it's possible to design a really, really fun experience. It's great to, um, you know, sit down face to face with people to play a game that, you know, pits you against each other or puts you on the same side against the game, uh, like pandemic. Um, and yeah, it's just a great, um, realm to be in now. There's so many new games coming out. So many different experiences you didn't think was possible. Um, yeah, I just love everything about it.
0: and that's and that's actually one of the things that I love I love about the board games is we like we invite a couple friends over, we sit down, we open up some wine, you know, have some music on in the background or whatever, and you sit down, you're face to face with people. It's it's cost effective because you're not going out to a loud, crazy venue trying to shout at people and spending a million dollars <laughs> on drinks, if that's your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's a really nice, intimate evening. And I personally like the idea of pandemic where you work together. I'm I'm a little bit more about the cooperation and the competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just me. So right now, what is your favorite board game?
1: Uh, that's that's actually re- weirdly tough. Um I'm at this weird point where I'm uh I don't know, maybe I've gone too deep into it that now I'm too snobby and I don't want to call any one game the best. Um, um recently we've been playing um uh Dead of Winter, which is a semi cooperative game that's zombie themed. So um it's uh, so you can play it cooperatively, which is how I usually play with my wife, um, where it's s- similar idea to, say, Pandemic, where everyone's working together. You have challenges that come up that you have to face. There's risks you have to take um, if you want to survive to the end. Um, you have objectives and stuff like that. And each player has a secret objective in addition to that that they have to complete um, in addition to surviving. And that adds an interesting dynamic that even when you're playing cooperatively, you still have, um, differing objectives that can directly conflict with what you're trying to get accomplished together. Um, so it's a really interesting thing that goes on where you, um, you know, you want to be a team player, but you don't want to give up, you know, your chance at winning. Um, and. And then when you play with more people, you can actually add in the possibility of a flat-out traitor who wants to sink the boat, basically. And so, in addition to everything going on, there's all this distrust, trying to figure out um, who's sabotaging you. Um, it's just a ton of fun.
0: That's awesome, and we're going to include a link to Dead of Winter, so everyone, and Pandemic, so everyone can find those if they want to uh, if they want to pick those up.
1: Oh, yeah. Highly recommend both
0: of those. Excellent. So board games might cover this, but is there another thing that you're into that some people might find surprising? Um,
1: I'm also into, um, uh, soundtracks or scores for movies, uh, television and video games. Okay. Which, um, which is, I guess that's only surprising, I think, because I have no, like, Formal music training. I can't read music. I've never been in an orchestra, nothing like that. But I just love, uh, you know, these orchestral numbers that they put behind um, movies. I love, you know, kind of feeling the story seep in with no words. Um, and I don't know, I feel like it's like there's just all this amazing music being put out there and people hear it, but they don't really appreciate it on its own Um, they'll watch the movies and they'll like the music but they'll never actually just listen to the music itself Um, but I do that all the time it's almost all that I listen to actually
0: oh that's excellent and I'm sure that's depending on what it is can be incredibly motivating or relaxing or just invoke whatever emotion that the composer is trying to invoke
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and actually in in terms of um, video games there's actually a lot of interesting work that they do in video games where they um compose the music and pace the music um specifically to uh get the player to you know feel a sense of excitement to feel motivated um and it, it's actually a really great thing to play you know when you're working on something or working out because the um music was actually designed to get you motivated and, you know, get you excited about what you're doing.
0: Oh yeah. Um, and I don't think I've ever been to the gym and the days I forget my headphones is like the worst workout ever. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. Um, all right. So if you could have any superpower, what would you have?
1: Um, there's such a, a great question that I debate on a continuous basis. Um, I think I change my answer on a regular basis too. Um, but I think that for me, telekinesis is the way to go. Yeah. It's just, it just gets you prepared for every situation. Um, you know, it's great for a day to day life. It's great if things get hairy. Um, you know, it just great for productivity. Well, I think it's just a, a wonderful way to uh, improve your life if you have that available.
0: <laughs> I would wholeheartedly agree on that one. Um, I'm a fan of telekinesis just because I would actually use it to move myself, mm-hmm. and that way I could fly as well.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the age-old paradox of can a Jedi fly if they can move objects? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, they do have that like super awesome jumping ability.
1: Yeah, um, so, uh, s- most, well, I actually play the Star Wars RPG a little bit, uh, the tabletop one, and I think oh, the yeah. consensus is you can't move yourself using telekinesis, that the super jumps actually come from, um, basically a Jedi manipulating their own body, like their own strength and abilities and improving those. Okay. Um, but, I don't know. I'm sure that that debate will continue far into the future.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. So let's talk a little bit about Live Like You Game and LiveLikeYouGame.com. So mm-hmm. first, tell us a little bit about it.
1: All right. Well, Live Like You Game is a it's a mantra or motto that I came up um, as kind of a summary of advice that I would give to gamers specifically so live like you game.com is um, basically my effort to be a self-improvement resource specifically for gamers so um, so live like your game it maybe sound kind of counterintuitive or you can't really see how that makes sense like how would you live like your game so um, so an example, Every gamer has, um, an experience in their games where there's been kind of their white whale experience that there's a challenge that they faced, you know, whether it's a boss or an achievement or, you know, completing a game that's just kind of, you spent so much time and effort to take it down. And you did whatever you had to do, you know, no matter how many times you had to die and start over, or you had to go and, um, you know, do min-maxing of your character, whatever it was, you just put in all the grinding and theory crafting or changing strategies and you came out victorious. And you know, every gamer has an experience like that. And if you go back and you think about it, what really got you that victory was it wasn't your ability to press the buttons correctly. It was the fact that you put in that de- that time and put in the devotion and the effort and you were determined to meet your goal. And what's interesting about that is that most gamers don't really think of themselves as being determined or being motivated Um But if you look back over your gaming experiences, you'll have uh, many of these situations where there was a challenge that you are under no obligation to complete, but nonetheless you put all of your time and all of your heart into it, and you overcame it. And so, I want to, with live like a game, show how gamers can recognize those qualities of determination and courage. In creativity, recognize how they've had them before, and then how to apply those and make those real in their real life um, and I try to back that up with um, um, insights from psychology, um, insights from game design, and also um, kind of the best wisdom that we have about being productive uh, motivated, and inspired
0: oh yeah and that's and it's a very good point. It's like if we devoted for me personally, like if I devoted all the time I spent trying to beat Super Mario Brothers 2 back when I was a kid <laughs> to anything,
1: like mm-hmm.
0: I would be an expert in my field in no time.
1: Right. Yeah, and a lot of you know, a lot of people they put their gaming experience in a box and they say, "Well, I was playing a game, that doesn't really count." Um but I think that we have tons and tons of lessons that we can learn um, about ourselves and about um, you know the best way to tackle challenges in our real life uh, from looking at those experiences.
0: And what sort of challenges have you have you personally overcome in in regards to live like you game?
1: Um, live like you game, um, kind of how it's. Um, it came about, um, was I was in, uh, there was a period in my life for about two years that I, I felt like a complete failure where, you know, I was the stereotypical gamer. Like all the negative stereotypes that you've ever heard, um, that aren't true, they happen to be true about me. Um, I was antisocial, um, I spent tons pretty much all my time playing games uh i could uh i was totally under underemployed um i lived with my parents um now the stereotype is that you live in your parents basement but in florida we don't have basements <laughs> but i was literally uh set up with my computer in a hallway playing and you know at that at that time i didn't have any um, confidence in my abilities. And I basically resigned myself to, um, you know, being the kind of person that just wasn't going to be, um, successful and was kind of just gonna kind of creep along through life. And, um, but through some, some luck and through some family support, I ended up in a, where I was in a better situation where, um, I had a good job. And I was living on my own, but uh, even though my external circumstances were better, I had this doubt that I was really the same person and that I was kind of doomed to slip back into, um, you know, being someone who was not getting what they wanted out of life. And, um, you know, I I was so afraid of it that I went searching high and low for every bit of advice that I could about, um, about everything. I looked in, I read every self-help book I could get my hands on about, um, uh, about productivity, about motivation, um, about happiness, um, about everything. Even I even looked into things like leadership and entrepreneurship books, stuff like that. And kind of my realization was that, none of those books taught me anything that I didn't know. I just wasn't doing any of the things that they told me to do. (laughs) And that's how I got myself into that hole or at least, you know, kind of kept me there longer. Um, and so it was kind of a moment in my life. I had to decide, you know, am I going to keep doing this or am I going to, um, am I going to change? And, So I decided that I was going to push forward and no matter what, that I was going to improve my life. And as part of that, um, I wanted to write about the insights and things, all the kind of common sense stuff that's, um, uh, that was kind of turning my life around. And as I started that, I realized I started making those connections between, uh, uh, video games in my real life, because um, I would I thought that you know all that all those years that I was doing nothing but playing games that that wasn't going to serve me at all. Um, but I slowly realized that that experience in in video games, no, it wasn't the best thing for my life. But there were so many great nuggets of truth um, about my life that I could then turn around. Um, so. Um, kind of live like your game is kind of my, um, effort to, you know, kind of pull myself up and then also help others, um, who are in a similar circumstance.
0: Yeah. And how long have you, when did you make that realization from, uh, going to buying all these, these self-help books and then realizing that they're not telling you anything new, but that you needed to actually apply, some of these issues?
1: Um, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to say. You know, I think a lot of people have the same experience that they'll, you know, read a self help book or they'll go to some kind of, um, you know, seminar or convention or something and they'll get really motivated and then they kind of deflate. Um, and I guess, so I don't feel like it was one particular moment, but there was one um one instance that i remember kind of something clicking for me i was remembering like the conversation that sparked it it didn't spark anything into me until months maybe even a year after um the conversation happened um but i was I remembered back a conversation that i had with a friend of mine who is an entrepreneur and um and we were having some conversation one night, we were playing games, and he started talking about how he um used to be a top level uh, real-time strategy game player, and that he came to a point that he basically just completely quit because he um felt like he was wasting his time. And um and but then he said that he, uh, that his experience in the game helped him run his business. And I asked him what he meant. He said that, um, he gave me an example that when you're playing a real time strategy game, anytime that you gain resources or money or whatever, you immediately spend it because you are immediately trying to spend it to increase, you know, whether it's you need your army increase or your economy improved. You know, anything you gain, you immediately spend it as soon as you can in the smartest way you can. And he found that when he, um, was talking to other business, uh, leaders who are starting their own small business and their business, when they'd, uh, when their small business would actually start turning a profit, that's when they would start making mistakes where they would either hold on to their money out of, you know, basically out of fear, um, or they would, you know, Celebrate with, uh, you know, by spending all their money on luxuries. But because he had this ingrained, uh, habit of once you see profits, you take those profits and you invest it back in to improve yourself. He had that habit and that's how he ran his business. And so he saw his business grow when others maybe faltered. And I kind of realized when I thought back on that, that it wasn't just that that was, you know, Practical wisdom. That was actually a game that was breaking, um, uh, deep doubts and bad habits, uh, that most people have and instead replacing it with, you know, a better perspective and wisdom that, um, kind of improved. And so, you know, that was a circumstance where I saw someone who was not just, you know, saying that something was a good idea, but doing it and it turning out successful for him and so that kind of made me realize oh well maybe if i actually apply these things then um then i'll see a return on it
0: yeah and that actually that that actually makes a lot of good sense is because a lot of times if people get scared um then they they'll hoard this money and they won't make any improvements to their business or their personal life or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
0: but and then you have the reverse where people are just being a little you know spendy mm-hmm. but what this guy was doing is he was betting on himself right you take this money you bet on yourself you improve what you got and then you go from there mm-hmm. so i think that's that's actually really really excellent you know do you have anything going on in the pipeline with Live like you game? Um, what'll people find when they when they go to the site
1: uh, so um, right now uh, live like You game is um, uh, is primarily a blog where I uh, try to find those uh, examples and nuggets of wisdom um, that I see in gamers and um, and write about it and try to show how people can apply it. Um, and, uh, recently I'm, um, also taking the approach of, you know, not just writing about my ideas, but finding the questions that people have about gaming and how they can balance gaming in their real life. So, um, in the near future, there's going to be, um, kind of a frequently asked questions type, um, uh, uh, series on kind of the biggest questions that people have about, um, gaming. Um, and, um, after that, uh, I've got a lot of ideas for, you know, kind of expanding into, um, maybe audio or video content. Um, there's a, a lot of things coming down the pipeline.
0: That's awesome. And I hope you keep us posted so that we can help support you in that, uh, any way we can.
1: Oh, absolutely. Thanks.
0: Excellent. There is something that you said that rang true to me um, that I really enjoyed. And it was that these self-help books weren't telling you anything new. Mm-hmm. And I love that because, for example, in the terms, in physical fitness terms, everybody knows the key to living a healthy life. Mm -hmm. It's diet and exercise. Right. I I don't think you will find a person over the age of 18 that did not know that. Right. But if that is the case, why are so many people in this country overweight? Mm -hmm. And it's because knowledge isn't enough. Right. You know, so I love what you're doing in the fact that, you know, And what you did is you saw that you already knew all these things, but there was something else there. There was something blocking you from that potential. And once you kind of realized that and put that to the wayside, then you could make that real progress that you were looking for, which you've done, which is awesome.
1: Right. Yeah. And, you know, um, my website, you'll never... I don't think you'll ever find new advice. Like, I don't think that I'll tell you anything that you haven't been told before, but, you know, I want to, you know, maybe give examples in a way you've never heard before or, you know, some insights from psychology and game design that um people aren't as familiar with. But at the end of the day, it's always going to be, you know, stuff that you already know, stuff that... um Uh, is kind of proven, you know, through the test of time because you've heard it before.
0: And it's a matter of people probably already know that, but if something is communicated in a way that clicks for them, Mm -hmm. then you can start taking, you know, the next steps and move forward from there. I, I like to say, it's not a matter of what people know or don't know. It's a matter of the clicking.
1: Right. And actually, in, in terms of um, video games, it's one of the reasons why um, I'm so excited about writing about video games is that it's kind of a strange phenomenon that, you know, in games, people uh, do all the smart things that they should do in their real life, but, you know, they actually will put in the time. They will be... Adventurous, they will be, um, creative in games where in their real life they might be, um, hesitant or they might, you know, be self conscious about it. Um, but in the game they don't have that stress, you know, that holds them back. And so there is no disconnect between, you know, what you know you should do and what you actually do. Um, I find that gamers, when they're gaming, they pretty much always do the smart thing like you know they they always have a good time but you know they are um uh you know like the saying there's no unemployment in world of warcraft is because when people are playing games they want to go out there and they want to do stuff and they want to make things happen and they don't let fear or uh, you know being uncomfortable stop them from doing what they um want to do and what they should do.
0: That's that's actually a really great point, and except now I want to load up World of War- Warcraft and try to <laughs> like apply for unemployment.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright. Um, so, can people take what they learn at Live Like You Game and put it towards their physical health? Um, is there an aspect to that on, on the website.
1: Um, you know, I try to, um, show how people can use it in any area of their life. Um, one of my, um, one of the things I wrote is about grinding in games. You know, in a video game, you know, if there's an, a, you know, something you want, but you see that, you know, it'll take some grinding to get there, you know, usually you don't really have A problem about doing it like maybe you'll grumble a little bit but you'll put in the time you know you'll do you know whatever repetitive task and you'll get that thing well a lot of times that's you know exactly what working out is like you know if you work out you will get to a point where you will improve you just have to put in the time um so i think that's a great example of you know how you know just just that little bit of commitment um, to, um, fitness or, you know, if you're learning a new skill, whatever can uh, greatly improve your life.
0: No. And, and that's that's so true. And it's, it's, you don't, it's like, you don't go to the gym once and do one rep of curls and then all of a sudden you have Arnold Schwarzenegger biceps, yeah. you know, uh, even even Arnold didn't wake up one day and go, "Oh, look at my giant biceps." Mm-hmm. You know, he was in the gym grinding it out since he was 13 years old, like 15 years in and out of the gym every day working, like you said, grinding it, getting those experience points, leveling up until in my in my personal opinion, he won the game. Right. <laughs> He had probably what is one of the best physiques and, in my opinion, one of the greatest movie careers of all time. Mm-hmm. But it's it's you put in that time, you put in that effort so that you can level up.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, one thing about um, Arnold is, you know, I saw this interview that he did way, way back in the day that, you know, he said that his goal was that he was going to be the biggest movie star in the United States. And remember, this was a time, you know, before he became popular, before uh, anyone thought that someone with the heavy Austrian accent, you know, could be in American movies, let alone be the star of them, you know. But he was just so optimistic and not just optimistic, but determined. And, you know, those are qualities that I see in people when they play games. Is that they're very optimistic and they're very determined.
0: So true. It's very true. And like when you when you take a look at what Arnold knew back in the day, he knew that there had not been any movie stars with heavy accents. (laughs) He knew that, you know, there weren't bodies like his in Hollywood. Right. And he kind of took what he knew and for lack of a better term like shoved it out the window. Right. And he's like I'm not going to let that stop me. Big deal. You yeah. know. Oh god, I love Arnold. <laughs> um, so what is your current attitude towards fitness personally in your own personal life?
1: Um fitness is it's it's not an area that I know a lot about or um you know, I'm an engineer so And, uh, um, and and in my spare time I play board games and I write about video games. So it's not really connected to, um, my main hobbies, but it's something that I do want to take care of myself and I want to, um, and the main way that I do that is I try to kind of invisibly sneak in good fitness habits, um, into my daily life. So, you know, um, you know, as an engineer, I spend a lot of time at a desk, you know, but I make sure that I get up and I, um, and I walk around the halls and I go up and down the stairs a lot during the day so that I'm constantly, you know, I don't have to make extra time to go out and run, um, necessarily. I make sure that I, you know, kind of fit that into my life. Um, so then it doesn't become an extra burden. If that makes sense, I'm more likely to be um, to stick with it and to have good habits, you know, by slowly increasing the amount of work that I do, um, in the midst of everything else.
0: No. And that's awesome. And that is, you're taking your situation and you are working within the parameters of the design that is your life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's great. And I think you do, um, What most people should do. I know, uh, my old job, I used to walk around a lot, mostly because we had a very, very large office. And if I wanted to talk to somebody about, about a certain topic or a certain issue, I wouldn't call them up. I wouldn't email them. I would just get up from my desk and I'd go walk over. (laughs) Um, and A, it's that personal, you know, face-to-face interaction that we were talking about earlier. But also, mm-hmm. you know, to quote all the Fitbitters, it gets my steps in.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, all right. Uh, moving towards uh, some current events. Um, We have a saying here, which is workout nerd out, which is what is one healthy thing you did and what is one nerdy thing you did. And the healthy thing can be anything, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health. You know, if you did some walking this week, or if you meditated, anything like that.
1: Um, yeah, this uh, this week, um, kind of for working out, uh, our family's been uh, getting into the Pokemon Go craze, yeah, and uh, <laughs> getting out there, um, hatching some eggs, catching Pokemon, um, and you know, we've, I mean, we've visited. Um, uh, probably in the past two weeks, we've visited like three or four different parks, in different cities and stuff. And, um, and that's been just a, a great way to get out, um, and, uh, get in the sun, you know, even in Florida, uh, it's, uh, it can be, it can take a lot of willpower to, to go out in the sun at all. Um, but we did it and we had a great time, lots of walking, um, got to see a lot of, um, you know, neat things that we never noticed before about our community. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's what we did there.
0: That's that's awesome. And that's that's absolutely excellent. And I think that's the goal of Pokemon Go. Uh, and I love, I love it. I love it. A, you're getting family time. You're going to parks you have never been to before, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've had some friends that I was trying to get them... To work out, just get healthier for the longest time. And Pokemon Go comes out and all of a sudden I'm getting text messages. Hey Kenny, I walked three miles today. Hey <laughs> Kenny, I walked four miles today. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care what gets you up moving around as long as you're doing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love it. Um, my workout nerd out was kind of, kind of, um, it was the same thing. I just found out that uh, Dolph Lundgren, if you know that name, um, he was Ivan Drago in Rocky 4. Oh, yeah. And he's also been in a few of Sylvester Stallone's Expendable movies. hmm. He's coming to Arrow on the CW. <laughs> and I'm not a big DC fan, so I've been avoiding the DC TV universe I don't watch I watch the first season of Arrow I don't watch The Flash I don't watch uh, Legends of Tomorrow and I don't watch Supergirl but Dolph, I'm such a big fan of Dolph Lundgren and he's so cool that I will probably be catching up on everything just so I can be informed about Dolph Lundgren on Arrow Wow, I'm so excited that'll take some
1: commitment <laughs>
0: Um, yes, or, you know, I'm, I think I'll just get rid of sleep. Sleep is over. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, is there anything else you want to, you want to talk about before we move into, move into our outro? Um,
1: no, I think we covered it.
0: All right. All right. In that case, do you have a go-to, uh, nerd resource or app or anything that helps you fulfill your goals, obviously aside from live like you gain.
1: <laughs> oh, darn. I was going <laughs> to go with that. Um, yeah, actually, um, there's an app uh, called Habitica. Um, it also has a, a website. And what it is is it's a, um, it's a way to track your, um, your to-do list and your habits that you're trying to improve on uh, through a game. So, uh it tracks, lets you track everything that you complete. You know, if you want to, you know, put on there that you need to do the dishes every week or every couple of days, you put that on there and then every time you complete it, you are actually leveling up a character just like from an RPG. Um and you can even pick character class and and all that stuff. You can get mounts and you can get weapons and all this stuff um with as rewards for completing your tasks uh so it's a great way to um you know it's really fun to you know kind of collect um collect different items and to you know start getting little rewards for all the stuff that you you know usually dread doing or you know maybe you're you're doing it anyway but now you're getting a bonus for it um uh, I found that as, it's a really great way to, um, uh, you know, be more excited about, you know, having something on your to-do list because, you know, if you have something that's big on your to-do list, it can be worth a lot of uh, experience and gold and you can also um, party up with people you know to tackle challenges and uh, there's guilds with um, challenges you can adopt for yourself oh, that's uh, awesome. it's really great Yeah, it's a really great system um, it's called Hibitica um, I think it's on Android and um, uh, you know, Apple stuff and uh, it's also uh, on the web and your browser um, oh, very highly cool. recommend it
0: excellent and of course we'll have all those links in the show notes page along mm. with where can people connect with you
1: uh, you can connect with me at livelikeagame.com. Um, you should be able to find everything from there. Um, recently I've been spending a lot of time on, on Quora, um, which is a, a question and answer, um, uh, social media platform. Um, and having a lot of, been making a lot of cool connections there. Uh, so you can search for Chess Hall on Quora. Um, I'm at live like game on Twitter. Um, I also have a subreddit, uh, r slash live like you game. Um, any of those places you should be able to find everything else.
0: Excellent. That's awesome. I know, uh, again, I'll link to all those. That's perfect. Oh, and do you have any advice for everyone out there listening?
1: Um, you know, um, one of the ways that I tell people to live like you game is, you know, Gamers don't make excuses, you know, they make progress. And uh, I think that's a really um, great way to, you know, approach your life is to, you know, charge forward and, um, you know, don't dwell on excuses. You know, you'll always have opportunities for excuses um, no matter what you do. So you might as well just push forward anyway.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. All right. Well, Chess, thank you so much for being here today. I've absolutely appreciated having you. It's been a great conversation.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me, Kenny.
0: Absolutely. Anytime. If you ever got anything you want to talk about, feel free to come on back. We'd love to have you.
1: All right. Cool. All right.
0: And all you dragons out there getting ready to level up in your own lives. I hope you enjoyed this one. We will catch you on the next one. Workout nerd out.